Hello, and broadcasting from the beautiful central coast of California, it's the Dr. Death Danger Radio Show! Welcome back to the Dr. Danger, Dr. Death Danger Radio Show with your boys, <laughs> James and Edward. Sorry, I'm sorry I threw in a little too much excitement at you. No, I like doing that. We're kind that. of back today. We're going back to our roots. We kind of started with the podcast. Yes. We took a good three-week break watching some fun B-movies. But now then, we're getting seasonal again. We're here back today to review... Daisy of Love. Daisy of Love, starring Daisy De La Hoya, quotation marks. And Ooh, that is not a real name. Oh, man, man. we There is some shit that just got publicly revealed about Rock of Love, like, this week. It's was fucking it, crazy. Wait, was that article this week or, like, in a past? I thought it was this week. Here, no, no, I just found the article and shared you. It could have been, like, last year, but it wasn't, like, something of recent, like, this week. I'm looking it up, I'm looking it up in our chat. Anyway, listeners, how are you? How are you doing? You lose that weight yet? You get you get in contact with your dad again? You t- you relaxing? You chillaxing? Maxing all cool? Yeah. Well, before uh, we could get into it, unless you just want to get into it, what have you been up to? Uh, working, working, working. Same same old story. It's just that, and then trying to get my recording properly set up at home uh, to like record guitars and the guitars not you know sound like complete assholes um just that um nothing's really going on with the family right now everything's just kind of everything's just mostly settling down you know well in the house in the real world shit's going shaka narnar but in my personal world nah i'm just chilling yeah so craziness in the real world i'm not getting onto that yeah oh shit remember last time i said that I forgot to do a Slipknot album report. Damn it. You know, I was going to ask But now, you- to make up for that, I'm here today to bring you two album reports. Oh, shit. All right. Well, I can tell you this. Listen to what? The third album? What is it called? Volume 3 It's or just something? called Volume 3. Subliminal something or other. All right. Let me... How do I put this? It's not as intense as mm-hmm. Iowa... How do I put this? Oh, shit. This article like was from Slipknot. February last year. It's like, hey, let's try to mix Slipknot with Stone Sour. That's kind of what the third album was listening through. Like, they tried to up the big butt rock melodies, and but they still kind of try to play like that Slipknot shtick where it was like they mixed new metal with fucking extreme metal mm-hmm. and whatnot. But as I said, there was a, like a lot more trying to like, write more catchy songs and stuff. And the guitar playing got shreddier. But do I feel like the consistent quality of like the album itself was good as like the prep past two? No. 
But did it produce some bigger, some good size hits for that band? Yes. There's a lot of songs on here. Like, obviously, the big reason that this album is remembered is because it has Before I Forget on and it. And Duality. And Duality is one of their other big songs. There's there's some other songs and on... And Vermillion was, like, a good yeah. song. Yeah. There's some songs on here I think are genuinely underrated. There's, like, 3 nil, you know, kind of going for that more... Um, it's got more of a kind of a deathy sound. And then there's Pulse of the Maggots, which is sort of like it's not like their theme song but that's what they call their fans the maggots so so that and that's a good song there's other good songs on here too like nameless uh circle there's underrated i think this album is underrated they don't the only thing they play off this is before i forget and duality once in a while not even vermilion sometimes it depends on the tour um i know that they were i know that they still played that i'm pretty sure during the gray album but whether they have or not, I don't know. I've kind of tapered off on Slipknot the last three years, but because because I can only handle this, bro. I can only handle so much of Corey Taylor's ego. Like if it was just Clown's ego, that'd be one thing. But it's both of them, and it's really, really heavy. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah, but I can tell you that Volume Three was basically me listening to it doesn't have the same album consistency as the past two like yeah. i'm not a slipknot fan yeah and this wasn't going to convince me anymore <laughs> but i can tell you this on the slipknot journey it's like all right it's kind of still like the same shtick slipknot it's like iowa but you're mixing stone sour now yeah but, and the guitar and i said the guitar playing for some reason started being a little bit more shreddy but now all hope is gone I'm going to tell you this. This is the album I think they tried to mix with Stone Sour. No. I do not. Are you sure about that? No. That's what maybe, everyone says about this maybe album. Maybe in like the slower... Ba- well, here's the thing. Snuff, Psychosocial, they sound Stone Soury, bro. No. How the fuck does... I don't know. Old, I guess if you listen to Old Stone Sour, they were way heavier. I'm going to tell you this. Well, I'm not listening to Old Stone Sour. Well, unless I'm you just dare tell- me to no, for the I'm podcast. Ju- I'm just telling you that's why I made that comparison. I'm going to tell you right now. All hope is gone. They stopped playing new metal riffs. Yeah. They literally stopped playing new metal riffs. That is a metal... And to a, me, yeah. at first, I was sitting there. I was like, dude, they're just playing metal riffs at this point. Like, almost since, like, thrashy... And, like, you know, Slipknot only doing that fucking, like, stream metal stuff. Like, but I could tell you this. Like, the first four songs are, well, the first is, like, some weird fucking soundscape intro. Execute. Yeah, but then it's, it's like, it was, like, the first, like, after, like, what was it, Snuff or something? Like, those songs were heavy. Like, those songs no, no, Snuff's were heavy. At the end, at the end of the album. It goes into... Sulfur. Yeah, it, you sulfur. Yeah, sorry, it, I get those confused. Yeah, it goes into because I just got the track list right here. Like you said, those first few songs are great. Like literally, like those are heavy hitters, and like I'm sure that like shot slipped off to the stratosphere. I still remember. But then I, there was like the next songs. Dead like, memories. Like kind of played like well past it. Well, fuck, even past dead memory. Whatever. Vendetta, butcher's hook. Whatever. When it gets there. Yeah. It started fucking sucking. <laughs> you and think it's like, so? Fuck, dude. There was a point where it was like, at first there was a riff that sounded like the Slayer composition, kind of like style player. It's like, all right, whatever. I'm like, all right, this is kind of cool. Like the album still feels like they're still kind of like they stopped playing new metal. But there's a point I realized, all right, this is sound like a fucking Nickelback song. What the fuck am I listening to? Well, you know what? That's this album is Slipknot's least favorite album too. They hate this album. They no. They 
they've literally said a few of them have literally said the words they hate this album. The only song they play off here it is Psychosocial, and that's because that song is still to this day fucking huge. Bro, like fucking that song, like fucking. They don't even play Sulfur. Like literally, that album just starts falling off a cliff, and it's just boring. Like I don't like Slipknot, but this year was just like fuck. I still remember my freshman year of high school. I was up late one night. This is bad. I was up late one night. I would say it's bad. Because everything's competent enough, yeah. but I'm just saying it's like, it's so fucking boring. I still remember. And then, like, once All Hope is gone, that, like, had a little bit more excitement. I guess self, like, no, Snuff or whatever. Yeah, sorry. Snuff's the ballad. Like, I guess it got, like, stepped up in quality a little bit, but then from there, it was just like, and you motherfucker. And here's the worst thing about Slipknot albums they have to be a fucking hour long. They're almost If they literally hour, yeah. cut out, like, some of just the filler. Like they have enough like hit heavy hitters where these could be like timeless, timeless, timeless. Yeah, classics for whatever fucking re- like for the reasons. But, bro, fuck. <laughs> all hope is God. This was a it was a major chore. Like for me, all these Slipknot albums have been major chores. Like the first, like, but like all hope is God starts off kind of promising where it's like okay, this is this is like with psychosocial and all the fucking yeah, hits. I'm yeah. like, all right. This is actually pretty fucking cool because it kind of stopped playing new metal, but then it just got boring, <laughs> and it's just like, fuck, what happened? <laughs> it's like, if they need a hiatus to fucking recoup themselves, I could definitely see they're definitely burned well, out. Well, they took a hiatus. I feel like coming in this album, I feel like I'm going to hear some burnout, and there's some definite burnout. Well, yeah, they took a break after this album because Paul Gray died. That too. <laughs> we were in high. We were like, what was that? Our sophomore year of high school. Something like that. I still remember when I was a freshman and I was chilling late one night, flipping through the channels. I don't remember if it was MTV or VH1, but I actually, yeah, but I saw the fuse. There's fuse. I saw the. I came across just total random uh, the sulfur music video, and that was my. This isn't fuse. (laughs) That was my first time. Well, it was basic. It was basic cable. It was just my little TV with like sixty channels, but like yeah, and that was my first time really seeing Slipknot. Of course, I'd heard them because Guitar Hero and other things. That was my first time seeing their music videos, and I was just you know little kid me's like, man, that's intense. I wasn't like a fan, but I was like, wow, that's intense. And then you know, eventually here we see him in Mayhem, and then here we are. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. I'm like. I feel like I'm a fanboy, but I'm also not a fanboy of them. Like, I can say I'm a fan of their music, yeah. But it's, like, it's just the music. Like, the lyrics are cool, too. Corey Taylor's a good lyricist but like, and singer. But, like, I don't know what it is. It's like, I'm just there for the music. You know what I mean? Because, like, I just there's just something about them, man. Each of those four albums was, like, important and representative of the era that it came out in. Just, just, just... Each of the first four albums, you look at them, and somehow, some way, they're just, they're just, um, they're just time period defining. You know what I mean? Like you remember when we were in high school and this album came out? Fucking all the, uh, a lot of the metal kids there were uh, mostly the stoner kids, but a lot of the metal kids there were all about it. You know? Well, yeah, because Psychosocial was fucking huge. Psychosocial was fucking huge. Yeah, fucking huge. There's some all right Whatever. songs. I'm gonna be honest. If this is where they became stoned sour and kind of lost the plot a little bit, yeah, sure. Like literally, as I said, the song starts off heavy, strong, like pretty, like heavy hitting, strong. Where it's like, all right, this is some, this is some pretty good shit. Not gonna lie, but then it just falls off a cliff hard. 
Like hard. Yeah. I was just like, God, whatever. So unless you want to continue talking about Slipknot, we're here today to talk about Daisy of Love, episode one. Yeah. Hello, boys. Oh. You sure we can't just talk about Slipknot? Well, we kind of fucking took notes for this fucking show. So it's like... Do you want me to listen to an album? Well, I have to think of that. What's something that would be a fucking chore for you? Well, the only genre of music I don't like is ska. All right. And the only genre I hate is ska punk. Not that there aren't exceptions. I'm sure there are good bands that are ska and or ska punk, but... I could make you listen to... I have an old Muster Plug album in my car. Not Muster Plug. What am I thinking of? Uh, Fuck, I can't even think of the fucking band right now. Spin Doctors. No, it's not Spin Doctors. (laughs) I'm trying to remember... They're like the only ska band I can remember by name. Fuck, I'm having a hard time remembering this fucking one band. It's got fucking John Feldman. Oh, John Super Feldman. producer fucking John Feldman. It's his fucking band. Yeah, let me look that up. John... Whatever. I'm gonna s- just start this fucking, like, Daisy of Love friggin' thing. So, how it opens up is we see a group of these very colorful-looking dudes. Colorful? Yes. We have gathered society's toughest outcasts. Rockers. <sighs> rebels. Guys from New Jersey. Bad, bad boys. boys. So, Edward... Please get the shit after the intro. We get Daisy. We get Daisy that just does a. We Daisy just pops up in her talking head and she just says hello. Meow. Meow. <laughs> and then we get flashbacks of Rock of Love too, as she's just basically saying it's like some My, shit. No, I wrote the whole thing. Good. That's why I wrote down huh. Edward. Please get the shit after the intro. So really I quick, can't. After he says the bad boys thing, the narrator goes, this is not bad Tool boys, Academy. Bad boys, what you gonna do? What, what you gonna, gonna do when we come for you? you? <laughs> this is not Tool Academy. This is not Sober House. These 20 alpha males have gathered the at this exclu- Sober House? That sounds definitely horrible. <laughs> like, Tool Academy is one thing. I know that shit was these pretty horrible. These 20 alpha but males. Sober House just sounds like a very depressing show. It sounds like a horrible show. These 20 alpha males have gathered at this exclusive compound in the Hollywood Hills for one reason. Daisy. Meow. This is Daisy. Meow. <laughs> My name is Dick. My oh, name yeah. is Daisy. Yeah, I bet it is. My name, my name, let me try to do her voice. Um, oh my God. Okay. My name is Daisy De La Hoya. I am paraphrasing. I dated Brett Michaels, but then, you know, I love you, but I got to tell you, the tour ends here. He broke my heart. And then it shows the bit of her eating, saying how she wants to fuck off and eat ice cream. I just want to just go off and and croon a ball and eat eat ice cream. cream. And she goes, but now I'm back. And I'm building a career for this. Uh, model, singer. My, my career. Like, half these pictures are for Rock of Love. That's what I thought. <laughs> they look... I'm like, what anyway, the fuck? Yes, now I'm building a career for myself as a singer, model, and all around badass. There's just one problem. I want a, a boyfriend. boyfriend. And then we get this fucking theme song. Well, no... She basically has collected 20 goons oh, to yeah, see if yeah. they could date Daisy. and then if they have what it takes we, to date me. And then we just get a montage of, like, dudes just being aggro as shit. 
Yeah, they're like jumping and bouncing and yelling and fighting each other and, and I'm just shit. Saying, it's like, dude, you guys are throwing too much energy. <laughs> Calm down. You know what the weird thing is? This show started out hectic and headache inducing. For some reason, I feel like the show. I feel like it kind of mellowed out later, but I don't know. That could we'll just go. Out, we we go. That could just be muscle well, memory. It's kicking like well, in. they show us shots of like headache headache inducing. Too much fucking sensory deparation. Just yes. like, dude, calm no, down. Sensory overload. Yeah, whatever. So so then we get the theme song. I and I, the and I messaged you, Edward, <sighs> as I literally wrote. Maybe it might not come out of text, but I wrote down. You fucking better sing this fucking theme. Or I'm going to fucking give you liposuction. That's not what you said at all. <laughs> no, but th- these are what I'm feeling. He I wrote to you in a very polite manner. He said, Edward, my dude, I have and important message. You wrote and instead of and. Well, you have a- I have and important message, dot, 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 dot. You better sing the theme. I'm like, fuck. You fucking better. Uh, well, uh, luckily for you, I wrote you the lyrics. suction? Uh, no. I, 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 I know. As I get older and get a little more self-confidence, I kind of like my fupa. Well... Sing the fucking thing. Oh, God. This. I'll say my critiques for afterwards. I've listened to the actual version of this song. You can find it on YouTube. It fucking sucks. And I hope this band never went anywhere. But he loves me. Dun, 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 dun. He loves me not. Dun, 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 dun. I think it does it again. He loves me. Dun, dun, dun. He, he loves, loves me, me not. not. You think you got the best of me? Check this. You'll never get to me. He loves me. He, he loves, loves me not. not. You think you got the best of me? You think you got the best of me? You think there's nothing left of me? Check this. You'll never get to me. Daisy of Love. Yeah, welcome to Daisy of Love. This is worse than Brett's theme. I mean da, that. Da, 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 da. I mean that. Bow, 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 bow. I implore that. That's really how hey. I feel. <laughs> hey, welcome to. Uh, hey, <laughs> what the fuck? I, I, I can't remember the. Hey, the, hey. I, 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 I just made. I just made something. Something. I'm gonna get you off like you've never been. I don't. I just. Wait, made, I just think the actual song or the fucking rock of love thing. I don't know. I just know that I started coming up with my own lyrics for that just because it's self-indulgent anyway. So I'm like, he should have gone the fucking extra. I was like, oh. hey, I'm gonna fucking fuck you, ba- uh, fuck you, babe. I'm Brett Michaels, baby. I sing in poison. Please. Okay, so the show. So whatever. Yeah, there's a limo, and we get one redneck dude, and he's just saying, "Man, I saw Daisy on Rock of Love, and like, I was just thinking to myself, if Brett doesn't choose, da- choose Daisy, I'm gonna slap the him. Sh- I'm gonna slap, <laughs> slap the, the shit, shit out of him. him. I, gotta, I wanna slap the shit out of Brett too. Then we get a dude saying, like, basically, we get a dude's like, oh. Dude, Daisy is like my perfect girl. She's like short. She's blonde. She's got big fake boobs. And I'm just like, okay. <sighs> Hi, Bo. I was like, damn, dude. Well, blonde hair, big lips. She's my perfect girl, he says. I'm like, are you sure? That sounds like a nightmare. Whatever. And then we also got this Jersey-looking dude just saying, I was like, I'm fucking sitting here getting anxious, man. I'm just, like, waiting for Daisy because she's so hot. <laughs> and then, like, yeah, out of the limo, all these dudes are waiting, and they're just like, yeah, woo, yeah, I'm ready for Daisy. Come on. <laughs> Pops out Ricky Rackman. Ricky the Bone Killer Rackman. I, fuck. I'm not, I was like, we hate Ricky Rackman on this show. 
But fuck, he was pretty fucking hilarious, like, in this fucking at episode. At times. At times. Oh, yeah, no, at times he still sucks because he's Ricky Rackman, but him, like, freaking, like, boner killing these dudes is still, like, hilarious shit. And basically, he's sitting there, it's like, yeah, how's it going on, Ricky Rackman? I was the dean of Charm School, and I was also the host of the Rock Love Reunions. And basically, I saw, oh, it's like, it's like, I saw a girl, I saw a genuine girl that got her heart broken, and I'm here to help her. I'm, like... Believe me, all these guys' tricks, I know. Like, I just wrote down, he goes on a spiel saying he knows all the dude tricks. And he's like, I'm going to use a couple of them to myself. And then we're just sitting there, and he's just like, looks at this one dude, and it's like, 12 12 pack? pack? And he's just like, yep. And then, like, in his talk, he's like, hey, guys, it's me, 12 pack. (laughs) I was on I Love Money, and then I was also on New York. I'm here, guys. He's the, he actually, this motherfucker... Has like character. He has a storyline and prestige. Yeah, this twelve pack <laughs> dude. He's here to bury all these jobbers. And then here, Ricky Rackman says, "All right, who's here? Are musicians? <sighs> a bunch of dudes raise up their hands. Like, well, uh, your band sucks, and I don't want to hear about it. It's like now, listen. Wow, to is be Ricky f- trying to make me like him. To be fair, to be fair." That joke initially pissed me off because I'm like, man, fuck you, you couldn't do it. But then I looked at these guys and I'm like, their bands probably actually suck, though. (laughs) But if you don't try, you won't get better. Yep. Well, where the fuck am I? My notes keep going back up. Don't worry, I got So whatever, they're like hanging outside and fucking Ricky Rackman goes like, what are you guys waiting for? Daisy's inside. And they're like, oh shit, what? And they all run inside. And then we get this shitty, it's like, the freaking, same like, fucking house from season one. Is it? Look at it. It looks just like it on the inside. I don't fucking care. <laughs> How lazy. No wonder why this production company went out of business. But anyway, yes. They go in. There's a shitty little stage. And Daisy gets a wrestling entrance. And she comes in. <laughs> And start singing some random shitty song. Heartbreak, yeah. I'm a heartbreaker. And then we get the Jersey dudes like, yo, dude, I'm like fucking pitching a 10 over here. I'm like, fuck you. Fuck you. Pitching a 10 or Daisy singing a shitty song or everything. (laughs) Or me making you watch this. No, because at least. Because I found out Lucha Underground's free to watch on 2B TV. Motherfucker, we could have been watching Lucha Underground? (laughs) No, we're watching Daisy Love. I fucking. Oh my god. I'm fucking regress. I'm feel my pain. I'm fucking regressing into a five-year-old here. Jesus. Yeah, whatever. Daisy. Yeah, she sings a shitty song, everybody, and it really is not a good song. Whatever. Daisy then introduces herself and her mission to find love. And I also then wrote down she has the skin perfection of a fucking potato right now. It's a spray tan was bad. She's a slutty potato. She's just a potato. (laughs) And then she tells dudes to like, all right, go like, go like, she introduced herself, whatever. And then she tells them, all right, you guys, go find a, go find your rooms and go find a room and settle in and stuff. Yes. And like, basically, a bunch of the dudes just went straight to the bar. Oh yeah, it's like over half of them. And then Twelve Pack, who just goes in, he just like goes up and is like, you know what? I've like done this before. And he just goes, uh, I'm, I went and find myself a bed, kind of off in the distance, kind of isolated, off in the corner and stuff. No bunks or anything. It's like, wow, Twelve Pack's really coming off like not an idiot, dude. I and he's like, I felt like kind of an asshole. I'm like, bro, I think Twelve Pack's my favorite character. 
12 fucking 12 packs off, not being an idiot. Then we get a, these two skinny rocker geeks. Yeah, they're like best friends. And they're like, they get a fucking bunk, freaking bunk, like a bunk bed. And a lot of dudes are just smashing liquor. Then we get the jer we get the Jersey guy. He's like already fucking hammered out. And he's sitting there and like, bull of fuck is... I'm seeing fucking three poison-looking, like, motherfuckers <laughs> over here. <laughs> and then, like, we find out it's, like, a tri these triplets. And they're just, they're from Sweden. And they have a band called sorry, Snake of Eden. Are we recording? Yes. Should be. I didn't, oh, just because I didn't see the audio go by. It's over here. Oh, my bad. Sorry. Uh, you interrupted I'm my sorry, dialogue. I'm sorry. Whatever, we get these triplets, and they have a shitty band called Snake of Eden. Have you listened to them? Yes, it's horrible. What? What do you do? Uh oh, the viewers need to hear this. Well, if you're gonna set it up, like, put it around the other side of the pop filter. Yeah, come on, I want to hear it. Wow, this is a fucking intro. Just wait for it. Cancer. Cancel that. No, I said cancer. It's cancer. <laughs> yep. Yeah, pretty horrible. And then basically these glam triplets start just raiding the fridge. Really quick, those same triplets, they were in a Lady Gaga music yeah, video. Yeah, the paparazzi music video. It's times like this I wonder that we, we're alone it's in the universe. It's literally around the same time period, too. It's times like this where I think to myself, we're alone in the universe, every, life is suffering, there's nothing after death, and life is pain. Because these, because these assholes <laughs> can be on TV, a Lady Gaga music video, and just... I, <laughs> they existed! Don't fucking... <laughs> wow, Daisy's making The Brett Michaels Cinematic Universe does nothing but piss me off. Well, in the Brent Michael Cinematic Universe, after the freaking glam triplets raid the fridge and smash some food, we get this one dude in a tank top and a colored mohawk, and he's just like all excited and drunk and stuff, and he wrote down, Hey, yo, where are the bitches at? We need some bitches, yo. And then out of the sudden moment, we got a, just this group, we just get a crew of these gentlemen, these dude acting yeah. gentlemen, we're just like, Ugh. <laughs> What's a British man, bitches? <laughs> We're here for Daisy. Yeah. We're here to court Daisy De La Hoya, but this apish colored hair mohawk man <laughs> is here to just want bitches. Yeah, I wrote down here. I wrote down here. This sinister Gates looking guy complains to this Mick Mars looking guy about the Chad Gray looking guy because of the because Half the dudes here are simps and they got triggered by him saying, What's a bitches, yo? Yo, what's a fucking bitches? Ew, what's a brute man? What's a brute man? We're here to court the Daisy De La Hoya, but this man is here only <laughs> what wanting. What an uncultured, un uh, uneducated, soliloquy, simpleton, soliloquian. Ew, bitches. This is just Daisy's a bitch. How deplorable. <laughs> bitches. So then, so then Rackman Sebastian, appears. Sebastian, you must date a 300-pound Mexican with a dystopia t-shirt. Complete class. 
Well, continuing on, <laughs> Rackman appears <laughs> and gathers the boys for Daisy so that she can give them nicknames. <sighs> this fucking moment. Okay. So we get our first guy with some static X, Jersey Shore me static X that looking dude. That was kind of some Wayne static hair. This is Crazy Mike. Well, she he goes, introduces himself as Crazy Mike, and he's like, well, why do you call yourself Crazy Mike? Because I'm, I'm crazy. crazy about you. And then he likes, and he's like, oh, that's cute. And then he just takes he off his, his pants. Fucking and pants. He's wearing a man thong. And then he just does a backflip, and Daisy's like, whoa! Oh, it's more than that. He gyrates. He thrusts his hips, and then the mo this motherfucker says, I love your hair, I love your lips. Makes me want to do backflips. And then he does the fucking backflip. And then she's like, I'm going to call you Flipper. I don't know. This might, I, don't, I can't tell if this is the best or the worst character in the Brett Michaels cinematic universe. Whatever. So next week, it's like, I want that guy. I want that hot rocker guy. And we meet this one dude that's like, so what do you do? It's like, well, I'm a singer of a band. Well, let me hear you sing. And, and then, then he, he just goes, <laughs> I wrote here, he does what I can only describe as an impression of Rob Halford swallowing razor blades. Then Daisy... Well, Rob Halford tried to, like, do, like, a huge scream, but then a fly, like, flies her in. exact words about this motherfucker are, he's totally hot, totally my style. He's got on a little eyeliner, and I'm like... Wow, I like. And then she decides like to call you. this American man London. Why, Ricky Rackman asks her? Because he looks like a London punk rocker. And I cringed. Okay. I cringed super hard. Okay, Daisy. Wow. Okay. Okay. What do you say to that? Then next is the triplets. And they, summarizing, they basically want to date her in a polyamorous relationship. Because as they say later... You like one of us, you like, like all, all of, of us. us. And then basically, like, Ricky Rackman goes like, you know what? I'm going to call you guys 84, 85, 85 and 86. Why? Because that was the last time it was appropriate to that ever look funny. like that. That was funny. Yep. Dude, Rackman is just on it this episode. <laughs> Those are three I hate good it. years for music, too. And then it's like, all right. We get this dark rocker looking dude. That's and it's what like, she calls him. And then it's like, you know what? Let's give you a dark rocker dude name. Sinister, and he's like, Yeah, Gates. Oh. No, I added in the Gates, but kill my vibe. <laughs> oh, but fuck you, half these guys look like Sinister Gates. Well, that ruins everything. Then, <laughs> whatever, we get this dude named fucking Sinister. A good band, God damn then it. we, God damn it, you're killing me over here. Fine, you do the next dude. Oh, I'll fine. hold it back. Then this tall blonde dude comes up, he's from Jersey. Jersey. <laughs> And then Daisy. Yeah, so you like that? And then Daisy's. This was funny. Daisy's like, put a bandana and a cowboy hat on him. He looks like Brett. Brett Michaels! But that's okay, because that's hot too. That's what she says. And it's like, wow, your tastes suck. Whatever. So basically, it's like, since he's from Jersey, and all, since his gimmick is from Jersey, and there's like, hey, what was that one Paula Shore character? And it's like, you know what? We're going to call you Weasel. And he says, <laughs> like, dude, fuck, I'll call Weasel. Man. <laughs> And then, like, all the dudes are just howling at him. That was pretty funny. Then we meet a geek with this fucking crazy hair color, this crazy hair job. And she's a sister's like, you know what? Hair kind of has, like, fire colors. I'm going to name you Torch. Torch. And the guy's like, I'm cool with that. Kind of looks like Herman Lee. Then we get some dude that's basically, we meet this one fucking creepy looking dude. And basically, his thing was like, well, I'm, like, taking a break from school. And then, like, Ricky's like, drop out. Drop out. And he's just like, 
it's like, what do you also and like? He does an awkward dance. I don't know if he like says brings up his dance moves. But I thought just, she, I thought he asked her if she, if she liked to club or something, and he was like, I want to dance with you, and then he did that dance. Yeah, it's pretty. Uh, then we get a high school teacher, and he is given the nickname of Professor. Professor. Then we get this next guy. Who's a gym manager. Manager, yeah. And basically, Daisy's like, mm, flex for me. And he's like, you know what? Flex. <laughs> he gets the nickname of Flex, and Daisy's sitting there and it's like, I'm a sucker for freaking like hot bods. I just wrote down she's a sucker for chisel bodies. Yes. Then we get Chi Chi, and... It's a guy, by the way. It's some guy, and it's like, he's like, I'm from Chicago, and then like, we're going to name me Chi Chi. And he's like, dude, that's Spanish for titties. <laughs> he's not stoked. Remember that one guy that yelled out bitches? Yeah. He says he's an exotic dancer. And then it's like, you know what? We're going to... And like, Ricky's like, you know what? We're going to call you a toolbox. And he does not look stoked to get that nickname. Then we get this one weird looking dude where he just like comes up and is like, yeah, no, I'm from Brooklyn, New York. It's like, Brooklyn. He's like, I tip my hat to you. He said something like that. Yeah, because he has a fucking fedora. A fucking fedora. So we get a cable. Then we get this next guy with a next guy with a friggin' braided beard. And he's like, says he's like a cable technician and a DJ. He's like also a friggin' like part-time DJ or full-time DJ. And then like just sends a cable guy. God, that's so the time period. There were so many wannabe DJs out back then. Well, next is that, remember that one guy that said he would slap the shit out of Brett? Oh, yeah. He's like, so what do you do? He's like, well, I'll drive a big old 18-wheeler. Big, big rig. rig. I'm cool with that. The, the, next is another, the next is another buff guy that gets the name Six Gauge. Well, no, we well, need actually, a dude that has a bunch of piercing. And yes. Ricky asks, like, well, other than you losing a fight to a stapler with, with a freaking staple gun to your face... Is there any other piercings? And then he just starts grabbing his penis and says, I have a Prince Albert. And it's like, oh, you mean like the piercing on your penis? Yes. It's a six gauge. And then Daisy just sits there and is like, six gauge. No. <laughs> I thought you would get this. Wait, what? When they found out the piercing in his penis is a six gauge, Daisy oh, is in yeah. shock, and it's like, that is the size of my thumb. That's the size of my thumb. You're killing me over here. Sorry. All right, tell me about the girly dude that's next. I'm going to give you some redemption. <laughs> What's up with the girly man? Okay, so so, ne so so next is this dude. He walks up, and he's like, he's like so fake charming. He's got kind of like a nice haircut and tan, but he's just like... He he he's just saying like all this like all this weird shit. I just named him Simp Master Fox because he gets the name Fox because in Daisy's opinion in Daisy's words, he's a total fox. Whatever. Basically. Yeah, I just wrote that we get the girly man. He's Daisy a total is, girly man. And like Daisy's like, oh he is so hot. And it's like, I'm gonna name you Fox. And he's like, I'm cool with that. Yeah, slap fox. Yeah. And Slick next, and slide. We get this one dude with a face tattoo and a neck tattoo, and it basically, and it's like Ricky asks him, "What's up with your face tattoo?" And he's like, "Oh, I don't like it when people like question about my tattoo, like my, my face tattoo." It's like Ricky's like, "Dude, that's literally like the first thing we see. Yeah. You literally have a neck tattoo that says fight or die.'" <laughs> and he's like, "Well, so what do you do?" It's like, "Well, I'm a professional cage fighter." It's like, "Cage." cage. The next, yeah. we get twelve pack, and he just comes up. So what's your? Oh so what God. are you? It's like. I'm Dave. And he's like, well, Dave, what else are you? Well, I'm also 12-pack. <laughs> I've been on I Love New York and I Love Money. And Daisy's like, well, 
when I went and down to interview on I Love Money, and like when I was interviewing Twelve Pack, we had a little bit of connection, but he hooked up with Heather, and Heather <laughs> tried to like beat the shit out of me. So it's like. And it's funny because then, like, Daisy's hot and bothered for 12-pack, but then it's just like, you hooked up with Heather, so I'm not a fan of you. But it's like, do you still have a 12-pack? And he, like, shows his gut, and it's like, all right, I'm just going to continue calling you 12-pack. It's funny because he then says, this is a direct quote, he says, I admit, I wasn't even really attracted to her. Hell, at the time, New I didn't even know her for the first five like episodes. He like, Heather or I, I Love New York? I, uh, I Love New York. Yeah. He's like, I didn't even know her for the first five episodes, but he says, Daisy's my kind of girl. And then he's, this motherfucker says, if I look at a girl and I think she's going to cheat on me or do some screwed up things to me, I think, man, I could really be with this girl. Yep. These people are fucking insane. So then everyone, they disperse, you know, they're going to chill outside. She'll make rounds and talk to him like Brett does. Ricky informs her that she needs to get rid of five people tonight. And she says, I hate this decision making. Having my own show is way harder than I thought. Well, <laughs> she has to get rid of five dudes tonight. So whatever. Basically, there's a huge backyard party going. A bunch of dudes and only Daisy is the only female. So Daisy yes. appears at the backyard party, and then she first starts. Then she first starts to talk to Flipper and Big Rig, and then Big Rig is just sitting there. So what's up? She's like, I was in a long relationship, but then like we kind of broke things up because the bitch couldn't keep her fucking legs closed. <laughs> I'm just yeah. like, Big Rig is just so like approachable. <laughs> he's, he's, a, he's a cool guy. Yeah. And then basically, then Daisy now then talks to Cage and Cable Guy. And then Cage is like, like, she asked Cage about some of his tattoos. And we just find out there's just a lot of, like, tattoos to remind him of his, like, a lot of his dead relatives. Yeah. I'm just like, like, wow, this is kind of getting really sad. Yeah, I actually was like, oh, man, that's, like, heartfelt. And, yeah. like, I'm like, fuck. Yeah, so. And then Cable Guy said, like, the Cable Guy and his fucking uh, talking heads, like, you know what? It's crazy. It's like, I'm, like, the one guy that doesn't have tattoos here. And it's like, that kind of makes me stand out more than the other guys. Whatever. So then Rackman starts talking to the glam triplets. And then I also right now also wrote down, too, when he's talking to the, dri tri the triplets, fucking dropout is just fucking right behind Ricky looking like a fucking creep. And stuff. And then basically the triplets are just like, well, he's just saying, it's like, what happened if, like, Daisy picks one of you? It's like, well, we're all cool with that. It's like, if she picks one of us, she picks all of us. And, like, they're all cool sharing Daisy. But now they want catering. So they went and go smash catering. Do you got anything to add to that? <laughs> yeah, I wrote here in my notes, I'm like, like a real rock band, they raid the fridge and <laughs> raid the booze. It's really funny. Yeah. So Fox is talking to Daisy, and oh he's either God. drunk, but I just wrote down he has a da Daisy's sitting there, and she has a lady boner for Fox, but then he's just like sitting there, like, oh my God, you're like Daisy. Yeah, he's like, you're, you're the like epitome Daisy. of Daisy. You're like the epitome of Daisy. You're when just I hear like, the oh, name Daisy, when I hear when I hear your name Daisy, when I hear the name Daisy, I think of you. You're like Daisy, ooh, ooh, and then they make out. Yeah, it's like Daisy just sitting there, like, okay, but then they just like, yeah, and then they just yeah make out. So that freaking, like, Sinister is sitting there. It's like, you know what? On this, like, show, you know, I'm going to try to get on Rackman's good side, which... Pretty smart idea. And then, like, yeah, he goes, <laughs> like, hanging out with, like, 
And then, you know, with Daisy and Rackman, and then basically he rats out, like, just so, yeah, do you see that one fucking, like, gorilla dude with the fucking colored mohawk over there? Earlier, he was, like, all drunk and stoked, and he's just, like, sitting there, it's like, yeah, dude, he's all yelling out, it's like, dude, where the bitches at? And we're just sitting there, like, ew, what a British man, why would you dare <laughs> say that? The what a boorish name. What a boorish name. So fucking, as my notes keep jumping up around, freaking then like, Daisy then comes up and confronts Toolbox about his cute statement, and it's like, well, why'd you say that, guy? And he's just sitting there, it's like, like mm, well, um, just kind of I just, I just do what I do. And I was just, do what I do, and I'm sorry, I was just kind of enjoying myself, and just like, she just freaking like, she like demasculates this dude. Yeah, it's and funny. And it's like, Toolbox just looks like a fucking geek. I'm just like, ah, Yeah, he's talking ah, about- ah, He's talking in his inset pro. He's like, man, I came in here all confident. But after what she said, she, you know, I'm just thinking like, oh, man. I'm, I'm going feeling- home. I'm- <laughs> <laughs> so then Daisy then talks to Torch. And like either Torch was really nervous I think or drunk. really drunk. Or both. He just sits there and they're like talking. And like he's just making weird mouth noises. Like clicking noises. So I think, yeah, she called like them dolphin shit. noises. Yeah, he's just sitting there just. It's like some weird shit like that. And, and Daisy's like, all I found out is that he's from Canada, and he makes dolphin noises. Didn't I heard? I thought I heard something about Swahili. Was he speaking that, or it's like, or something like that? Who knows? It doesn't matter because then Brooklyn appears. It's like, you know what? I, I gotta put in my two cents. And he's just sitting there. It's like, yeah, I'm here to find like love, and I'm here to find love with you, Daisy, and stuff. And my notes fucking go away. Whatever. Yeah. Next is twelve pack. Yeah. Is it Troll Pack? That's what I have here. Oh, no, wait, I'm no, sorry. No, it's just like Brooklyn Pierce, he puts in his two cents, and yeah. then Torch continues his weird sh- shit, then, and then Flipper's sitting here, he's like, dude, <laughs> fuck, man. It's like, I can't get fucking Daisy, I can't get any alone time with Daisy. You know what? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna have to go big to get Daisy's so attention. He, so he climbs to the top of a stage rig, and they, like, cut this up with the commercial, but when we come back, he backflips off the stage rig into a pool. While he had like his pants are sagging and his thong, so basically yeah. he's wearing like saggy pants and his fucking like ass cheeks are out. This feels like, and he like backflips it to the pool, and I just wrote down he survives. Yeah, and then he like Daisy's like, oh my god, and stuff too. And it's like, oh, you get me all wet. It's like, yeah, don't worry, baby, that's what I do. <laughs> so then basically, then we get dudes are just getting sloshed. Yeah, there, one guy even is like pissing in the bushes. And then there's, yeah, a, there's like a dude pissing the bushes. Dudes are getting hammered. And basically, London, yeah. London's just off the bathroom and he just fucking pukes. He's puking. And he got it on the floor all around the sink. And then next thing you know, he's just he's just passed. He's just passed out on the floor. Then, you know, chilling with dudes. Dropout basically swings and misses with uh, uh, with Daisy. Like he's trying to be nonchalant and cool. But in Daisy's own words, he's trying so hard to be cool that he's like uncool. <sighs> Listeners, we're going to have to take a break. I have to poop. Fuck. Bad. Okay. Yes. So, sorry, peeps. We will return. And, listeners, we are back. And I had to take a shit so bad, I totally forgot we were talking about fucking Dropout. Because I wanted to fucking say, um... Sorry, where the fuck were we? Oh, God. Yeah, no, so basically, yeah, Daisy's talking to Flex and Professor and Dropout, and Dropout, Dropout says his name's Tristan. We get Daisy going, like, oh, is it, like, Trisket? Like, the cracker? <laughs> and then Dropout's just, like, they're all, like, sitting, and he's like, yeah, babe. It's like, yeah, yeah, babe, it's all good. And Daisy's sitting there, and he's like, babe? 
That's so awkward and creepy. And I just wrote uh, this creepy fucking Megamind in a wig, budget Danzig looking weirdo. Fuck. <laughs> Megamind Danzig. Megamind in a wig, budget Danzig weirdo. <laughs> Daisy wanted to leave the conversation. Yes. You don't know how much I wanted to stretch it. Look at that fucking guy. It is like. <laughs> Basically, his freaking handball-looking dome with a fucking Danzig wig. He looks like fucking Megamind God. with a Danzig wig. I don't and need... shitty eyeliner. Danzig and Megamind is not the crossover I'm ready for. Well, he was there. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> I promise you, he wasn't there for long. So Flipper then finds Bro, London. Spoilers. So whatever. Flipper finds London dead in the ba- on the bathroom floor because he drank so much and puked. He's just ready to crash out and die on the bathroom floor. Daisy's like chilling, talking to the triplets, and like she asks, "So well, how long you guys been here? We've been in America for like three years." And then Daisy questions about like, "What happened if I pick one of you?" And then sitting now, it's like, "Well, if you pick one of us, you get to all of us." And literally, it turns into a chill fest. Why? Because. Prior to this, I found out the triplets are there because literally they're homies with Daisy. And like during the chill oh. fest, because when like during the shot, the chill fest, they look like they're just chilling like homies hella hard. Because I thought they look kind of cozy around each other. Yeah, whatever. The 12 pack appears and he like swoops Daisy away. Yeah. And he's just sitting there and he's just like telling us like, yeah, no, when I first saw you on like rock love and season stuff. two yeah season two rock love i like shot you a message over myspace and stuff <laughs> it's like i wanted to be here i wanted to be here i wanted then, to find love with you and, and he's like drunk yeah and he said he's here to fight for daisy's love and then it's funny. and he says like i'm not as retarded as the other dudes yeah he says i mean in his inset promo he's like i'm in great shape i look good i'm not retarded <laughs> As, like, the other guys. And Daisy's, oh, like, man. she's trying to fight off Trollpack's charm. Why? Because he hooked up with, like, Heather and, like, yeah. And Heather tried to beat the shit out of Daisy. Yeah. Which I found out the reason why, like, Heather wanted to beat the shit out of Daisy, well, one, not because of fucking Brett Cloud, but really because she found out Daisy was approaching on, like, her freaking territory of 12-pack, so. <laughs> hey, yo, can you throw me my Yerba Mate in the fucking cooler? Yeah. So yeah, Weasel, then like, Ricky like, gets date, takes Daisy over to Weasel, because Weasel wants to have a quick talk with Daisy, and he's so hammered, he's off in outer space, he's like, mm, yeah, yeah, I don't want to talk to you, and it's like, it's like, I was like, how much have you drank? Mm, like, two bottles of Jack Daniels, and it's like, I'm like, Fuck. Fuck. I don't know. It's like, that sounds like alcohol poisoning at that point. Yeah, right. So then she's like, it's like, where's London? And then Daisy finds London's corpse in the bathroom and she's just not stoked. It's like, oh my God, this isn't like, I love, this is Daisy of love, not I love liquor. Oh, <laughs> boys. Boys. Just guy things. And then London finds out, I was like, oh shit. That's not a good impression. <laughs> so babe, I just know London's not stoked. And Daisy's like, "Lo, I love liquor rant. So then Ra- Rackman says, da- so Rackman gathers up the guys in the backyard. like, hey, Daisy's got something to say. And Daisy's like, all right. There's some people that I feel like are not he- are not really here for me. So I'm going to have to. S- so right now I'm sending some people home. And she starts off with the triplets. And it's like, it's like, literally, it's like, sorry, guys. I just feel like, you're, you know, just they're kind of not there. And the triplets are like, 
they don't trip. It's like, oh, it's all cool. And they bounce out. And yeah, like, Rackman's they, like, hey, yeah. grab as much food as you want. And they're just grabbing trays on trays on trays. Yeah, it was the funniest damn thing because they're literally just like, yeah, we came here for the good time and some exposure. And, and free the booze free, the and free, free food. food. Yeah, the free food and booze. And like you said, yeah, they leave they and they all take like da- half the food. Yeah, and, and they're the like beer. hugging da- They all like group hug Daisy. And Daisy said, like, all right, who's touching my ass? <sighs> <laughs> and then, yeah, they walk away with trays on trays on trays of food. So I thought the elimination was going to take place here, but no, no, no. She just wanted to get that out of the way. Now, we cut to, uh, we cut to late. They, they're like, real elimination is going to be later. And then we cut back in, in the house. Everybody chilling. Weasel is passed the fuck out in bed. Hey, when you drink two bins. <laughs> Bottles of, Jack Daniels. Two bottles of Jack Daniels. You either die or you die. It's one of the, <laughs> That's kind of what happens. Except one's more literal than the other. So yeah, the dudes are basically... He's crashed out and the dudes just start doodling all over his face. So now it's elimination time. <sighs> Fuck, it's been a minute since we said that. Yeah. Elimination. 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 Okay, so I got the order here. So first, like, basically, like, well, one, everyone's there, and then Daisy's like, Weasel, what's up with with your face? And Weasel's like, what? What's up with my face? And his sister's like, well, don't, and then, like, Ricky's like, wait, don't you know? And it's like, no, what? And all the dudes are just cracking up. Because he realized, like, oh, my God, people drew all over my face. Fuck. What a bra moment. Fuck the jersey. So friggin' then, like, basically, all the dudes are cracking up. So, first one to get a pass is Fox. And as he walks up, he's like, thank you so much. Oh, my gosh, I'm so flabbergasted. Thank you so much. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Thank you so much, Daisy. I'm so flabbergasted. Simp. man. Simpy girly man. And basically, Daisy says, and, like, I'm sure you... Uh, hey, everyone. Listen to Edward's cringe. Fox, will you stay in this house and be my rock star. So that's next, worse than Brett's. So next is Flex to get a freaking pass. Yes, it's Flex. And then next is Six Gauge. Chi-Chi and Sinister. And then it's Big Rig and Mr. Flipper. Yeah, and then like Flipper like get like realize he gets a pass. He's like, yeah, he does a front flip, but then slips anyway. But it's like, yeah, we're all chilling. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Then 12 pack. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just laughing at 12 pack shit. Then it's Cage. What was 12 pack shit? No, just through the whole episode. Just <laughs> 12 pack I didn't think sh- I'd walk away like a 12 pack, but I'm not going to lie. I kind of like 12 pack. <laughs> Whatever. Then we get Cage. And yeah, so that, and then the professor. Cable guy. Then Brooklyn. Then Toolbox. And because it's in like- Daisy's words, well, he's like really freaking hot. I mean, can you blame me? Can yes. you blame a girl? Yes, it's I like, can. Yes. Yes, but I can. She had to eliminate five people. So yes. literally Toolbox was able. It's like, all right, you can stay for one more night. So basically what happens next is she has Dropout come down and she feels like he's basically a little too immature kitty for him or whatever. Kind of a fucking creep. Yeah, and then lets him go. And because... But then in the inset promo, she doesn't say she let him go because he's creepy. She says she let him go because I need someone who's like sexy and hot. Someone who's bad. And I'm just like, dropouts all crushed. Like, dude, I would have took her out clubbing and stuff. And dancing just... And I'm just like... There's only one way to describe Dropout. What? A fucking geek. A geek. He might be the geek of this episode. <laughs> he's the geek of the week. Dude, he's the fucking geek of the week of this episode. So then, we got Weasel. 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 
London and Torch. Yes. And basically, Weasel and London feel like they're going home because one drank two balls of Jack and died. Yes. One drank a bunch of liquor and died in the bathroom. But they were able to rally for elimination. And then we get Torch, who just feels like, you know what? I didn't make myself... I didn't make myself... He says... Let me rephrase this. Torch feels like he got this because... He didn't feel like he acted like a jackass like Weasel in London did. And then, then like, Lazy just... Not Lazy. <laughs> <laughs> Daisy! Are you okay? No, I guess not. Daisy does her spiel on, like, the two drunk dudes. And then Daisy then talks about Torch with his fucking weird communication skills as he does clicking noises with, with his mouth while he's, like, in conversation. So Daisy calls down Weasel. And basically, you know what, Weasel? I'm going to give you another chance. Why? Because I definitely feel you're apologetic and you actually try to make an effort to talk to me. So then Daisy calls out on Torch. And basically, she holds Torch's hands and Torch makes a cat now noise. Like, literally, they hold hands and it's... And it's just like... I'm just like, fuck, dude. <laughs> and then Daisy just basically says, you know what? I'm just going to send you home. Sorry, you have to go home. And he's like, oh. Okay. That was cool. Yes. <laughs> this guy was weird. Yeah, he was odd. Whatever. Basically, I just wrote that Daisy sends him home because his vibe was just a total weirdo. His vibe was really weird. And then Daisy gives London the last pass. Why? Because he didn't come off as a fucking weirdo like Torch. And he's a hot guy. <sighs> yeah. So yeah, London survives because he's hot. And also... Actually, it's kind of ironic, because fucking Torch said he didn't make himself out like a jackass, but he kind of did. Yeah. So, that's an actual fun irony thinking about it. <laughs> I thought so, too. Yeah, so basic. Fuck. Dude, my notes keep jumping. Whatever. London gets the last pass, and then, then like, Rackley comes down with a freaking thing of, like, flasks. And basically, like, every, like, like when we're in Rock Love, they have, like, an like a an elimination toast. And then, like, right as, like, before credits, like, all right, guys. As Rick, as Rackman says, all right, guys, don't be stupid. And then we get a montage of things to come. Basically, montages of dudes being really stoked. Daisy not being really stoked. Dudes not being really stoked. <laughs> And then dudes being super duper aggro. Yes. And then in the end credits is, and I could definitely, which I would definitely just send Torch home after this. In the end credits, we get Torch as he's talking to a fucking ha like a freaking man that's out of that off in the outer space weasel. As he's sitting there, I was like, hey, hey man, can you do this thing for me? He's like, yeah, what man? I want you to bite your shirt. And he like makes Weasel bite his shirt. But then, in return, he bites Weasel's shirt. I would have sent Torch home. Yeah, he's fucking whack. Like, this is weird. Yeah. Alright, I don't see anyone here yet, so... What's your first impression of Daisy alone? You know, I'm gonna be honest with you. <clears throat> Does it feel more fresh than... Well, how's it compared to your first impressions of Rock Love? My first... This feels actually very similar to my first impressions of Rock and Love when I first watched it. Where I'm like, you know what, this is going to be a chore, but at least it might be a little fun or funny. Season 2 Rock of Love just was off to a bad start, and it got worse and, and worse. worse and worse and worse and worse. Until Heather showed up. This feels like it's still going to get worse. Oh, I feel like there's going to be worse to come. But for now, this was not... 
I, I walked away liking this episode more than I did season two's episode. I can tell you this. Daisy in power is not as like as cool as Daisy trying to fight for some bread. Yeah. Daisy was trying to be too glammed out, and it's like, sorry, I kind of like Daisy's plus, more like casual have, look. And rock plus, I just feel you. like, plus, I just feel like, bro, I feel like she's way more awkward socially in real life. I just, I'm looking at the footage as we watch the episode. I'm like, I feel like they had to do a lot of editing, like when she's talking to people, just because I can just tell by her body language, she's, it's not her vibe. You know what I mean? Not her vibe. Yes. And like just sitting there, it's like doing this thing. But it's like, you know what? We're here to review the show, people. Why? Because we watch shitty shit. And sometimes that shit's either really entertaining or fucking death. Yes. And so far, Daisy Love is now like we just flipped the switch. Now we're getting dealing with dudes. Yeah, man. We're instead of dealing with instead of dealing with trashy chicks, it's trashy guys. And I don't know which one's worse. Well, I can tell you this. So far, the chilling dudes is obviously 12-pack, the veteran. Yeah, We got Big Rig, the just chilling <laughs> southern dude. Because here's our thing, right? We're just a bunch of chill, mellow guys. We don't have, like, the best fashion sense, but, like, we, were we, we we're... literally used to laugh at guys that dress like them all the time. Yes. Including our friend Jake and sometimes our good friend Dylan. Yes. I don't know why. But these were like the late 2000s. This is how people dressed back then. This is fucking weird. They did. They they dressed like it was really weird. They tried to fuse goth and emo and hard rock shit, but they all just ended up looking like knockoffs of okay, butt Okay, you're like saying that's like fucking sinister and fucking London. Yeah, yeah but, but they, then you got dudes like 12 Pack who just look like the Jersey well, Shore. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Everyone either looked like Buck Cherry or the Jersey Shore. Late 2000s. Yes. <laughs> Well, listeners, we'll be back with Daisy of Love, episode two, two. whatever that's titled. Is, is, and I'll be back with my next Hope to God I Remember Slipknot album report. I gave you a double feature and it fucking killed me. But Fuck, yeah, dude. Ne next time you get the you get the gray album, uh, which is it's it's not really a giant Paul Gray tribute, but it's, it's it there. Better than fucking all hope is God as someone that's a fan. Okay, listen. Oh. I think in many ways, while the two new albums do have good things, the first four albums to me are just are just unbeatable. But the great chapter does have some pretty good songs. Except I feel a lot of people feel that they brought some of the new metal back. But it's kind of contentious. The Grey album's weird. I'll I, tell you this. I know I'll, sounds, I'll be the judge yeah, if yeah, there's yeah, yeah. new metal or I, not. I know it sounds like I don't know what I'm talking about, but Slipknot fans really debate on what the sound of the Grey album actually I'll is. I'll fucking tell you because I'm not a Slipknot fan. So <laughs> I'll fucking... I got no bias. Are you sure? I'm going to Slipknot pretty open-minded. I mean, and I understand <laughs> all the influences. I just don't like Slipknot. Yeah. But I'm giving you fair listens. Isn't this what you want? Well, yes. Isn't this what you want? <laughs> well, I'm giving you fair listens. I got two more albums to go. But you want to do a fucking album report. I almost was like, you know what? What if I just do the fucking Iced Earth albums? <laughs> hey, yeah, because fucking Homeboy invaded the fucking Capitol. Yeah, fucking John, 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 Sons of Liberty Schaefer, everybody. Nah. What's a fucking hour report? Do I give you something fucking corny like a John Schaefer band? Should I give you something that was a fucking hype piece period that you might not listen? 
Should I give you something fucking uh, crazy listen, and wild? If I, I listen to Paramore's first album. Oh yeah, what's your quick album report on that one? <sighs> oh no, why'd you listen to Par- Paramore's first album? Because I like because I like that one song off their second or third album. That's what you get when you let your heart win. I like that song, and um, great rendition. And I was like, I wasn't dying a cringe right now. And I was like, That's you know, what you get when you let your heart win. Well, I can't actually. I mean, fuck you. It's okay. like, okay, you know what? Give me a decade. Choose a decade, and I'll figure something out right now. I don't know, man. I feel like some of the best and worst music has come out in the last twenty years. So pick a decade: twenty tens or twenty or two thousands. I don't know, two uh, thousands. Right. The the big transitional period. Something to give you to listen to from the two thousands. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that one's all right. Kind of boring though. Yeah, that's. Well, no, that was off the second and third album. I, I listened to the first one, you know, where everyone was trying to be an Evanescence ripoff. You had them, Lacuna Coil and stuff. <sighs> Something from the 2000s that m- might fit your boots. Um, What would be kind of fucking... You know, I'm going to give you something more respected than huh. something like falling like, oh, this is death cringe. Alright, hold it. I just need to look up one thing. Sure. I just need to look up a fucking, like, album title. Uh, so, you know what? I'm gonna make you listen to... What the fuck? Fuck it. Did it come out in 2001? Alright. I'm gonna give you something a fucking, like, supposed of, like, total critical, like, freaking heartthrob. Critics heartthrob. I'm gonna make you listen to Converge's Jane Doe. So I'm not gonna give you something horrible. Unless you want me to give you something horrible, I'll make you listen to Millionaire's first record. So Converge or Millionaire's? I will take Converge. I would take Breaking Benjamin over the Millionaire's. Well, go listen to Converge's Jane Doe. Which, okay. Let me fact check if that was the 2001. I'm a little, 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 little unsure. But... I'm gonna make you listen to Converge. It's like fuck. What to make you listen to? And like listeners, I actually don't like Converge. I think Converge. I like. I understand Converge being like a fucking sick ass band, and that's fucking like has its weight and quality. But I just don't like Converge. And I just like and like also the fucking like hipster hardcore geeks. I just like I could give two fucks about them. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, 2001. 2001. Alright, yeah, go listen to Jane Doe. That's, like, one of their most iconic album, Like, maybe the iconic album. And that's, like, an iconic fucking album cover. Alright, we're wrapping shit oh, up. Oh, I remember that. I, I, I just saw the album cover right here, yeah. Yeah, you see it fucking everywhere. That's a fucking fashion piece, basically. Genres. Right. Metalcore, hardcore, punk, post-hardcore? Go have fun listening to oh, it. Oh, God. Yeah. Other than that, this is the Dr. Death Danger Radio Show with your host, James and Edward. I've been Edward. All right, have a good one. Adios.